Welcome to Clocking In, Forces of NC Manufacturing. I'm your host, Phil Mintz, Director of the North Carolina Manufacturing Extension Partnership, otherwise known as NCMEP. My role is to drive outreach to NC manufacturers, build relationships to federal and state leaders, and coordinate efforts to drive profitable manufacturing growth in North Carolina. Throughout my time working closely with manufacturers, I have heard the most quirky, curious, and memorable stories. I wanted to turn these stories into a podcast so that others may hear and be informed and inspired. From humble beginnings to manufacturing titans, from tragedy to triumph, I will be interviewing some of these manufacturers who have made North Carolina manufacturing the powerhouse that it is today. The North Carolina Manufacturing Extension Partnership continues to seek new ways to provide access to technologies and best practices for smaller manufacturers across the state. Prototyping is a crucial step in the pre-production process, especially if someone is looking to expand their business or launch a new idea. Today, we're providing an introduction to one of the newest NCMEP partners, Hangar 6, which is a division of First Flight Venture Center located in the Research Triangle Park in Durham. Here to talk about Hangar 6 and the efforts of the First Flight Venture Center are Sam Durrani, Hangar 6 shop manager, and Emil Runge, Program Manager at First Flight Venture Center. Good morning to you two. Good morning, Phil. Good. So, Sam, there's been some recent excitement at Hangar 6 recently as you opened up your new expanded facility. Can you talk a bit about the services Hangar 6, pro- 6 provides? Absolutely. Thank you, Phil. So, that's that's right. Hangar 6 actually did relocate to a new facility in the last uh, six weeks or so. Our New facility has a, a, a variety of new offerings, including access to um, uh, state-of-the-art conference rooms for members to meet with clients uh, and have uh, have professional investor meetings. We also are now offering uh, the capability of a private rentable IP space for members that have uh, long-term projects that require more IP protection. We also have lockers available and thanks to First Flight Venture Center and Hangar 6 uh, being awarded uh, an EDA Phase 2 grant, uh, we will actually be upgrading a lot of our equipment starting at uh, in the beginning of, uh, of 2021. So we currently uh, have uh, metal laser cutting capabilities, CNC capabilities, CO2 laser cutter capabilities, as well as uh, a full metal shop, uh, a full wood shop, and uh, a variety of 3D printers uh, available to our members adding metal 3D printing in January, uh, as well as upgrading our CNC, our fully automated CNC equipment, uh, our laser cutter, and a variety of other pieces of equipment will get upgraded in the, in the spring. At Hangar 6, we also offer design services to our members. So uh, if you're a member of Hangar 6, we actually offer design and shop services. Uh, so we can help you design the part that you're trying to figure out how to make uh, and produce it for you. So those, as well as support um, are all readily available for our members uh, in the startup community at Hangar 6 and makers and entrepreneurs alike. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of different things that you're offering a lot of activities there. I mean, you're the shop manager. Can you tell me how you got started in this and how you're able to, to know how to do all these things? Sure, sure. Looking back uh, all the way to when I was a little kid, the first thing I ever wanted to do, the first time I ever said, this is what I want to be when I grow up, was I wanted to be an inventor, just someone who makes things, who, uh, who solves problems. 
And I think throughout my life, throughout my uh, my education and uh, everything else, that's one of the things that's always uh, stayed true is that I'm always uh, attracted to problems and solving those problems. And if I get to physically make something, prototype something, create something to solve that problem, all the better. So I'm definitely a, a maker at heart. My undergrad is actually in biology and genetics from NC State. And I did that for a number of years and I worked in that field and I enjoyed it, but I didn't see myself spending the rest of my career basically working at a, at a lab bench. Uh, I ended up changing careers and I, I found my way to uh, NC State, the College of Design, where I ended up getting my master's of industrial design. And uh, I've accrued about uh, 20 years of professional experience in prototyping design and fabrication. I love uh, helping entrepreneurs solve their problems. I love helping them get over the hurdles and sharing all of my experience that I've gained over the years with them. That sounds very interesting. Look, talk a bit about, you know, kind of what happens a little bit when someone comes in and with an idea and, and they want to turn it into uh, sure. a prototype. Uh, sure, you know, absolutely. There's a lot of fancy things happening with 3D printing and everything, and there's a lot of excitement around that. But I mean, you know, there's just, you know, some special, I think there's grunt work, you know, related to, to prototyping as well. Can you talk about kind of some of the steps? Sure, sure. Uh, well, generally what I do whenever whenever someone who comes into Hangar 6 that's looking for help is just sit down. We sit down at a workbench. We talk about their projects. We talk about their needs. They bring in sketches. Sometimes they have physical components. Sometimes it's just an idea. And we pull out our dry erase board, which is probably one of my favorite things to, to communicate. We'll just sit down and start working through their problem. I'll ask them a variety of questions just to get a better understanding of what they want and to try to help them get a better understanding of what they're hoping to get out of this product or this idea that they have. Do they want to start a new business? Do they want to just create something to solve a particular problem? Or do they want just to create something to sell it and, uh, and, and walk away? So after we ask all those questions, we get a better understanding of what they want. Then I can really let them know what Hangar 6 can do for them. Some entrepreneurs come in and they absolutely want to do the work themselves. And I'm happy to advise them, to train them, to teach them how to use the equipment, just uh, support them along the way as they produce their prototypes and, and start to realize their, their entrepreneurial dreams. There are other entrepreneurs and startups that just don't have the time or the passion to do the grunt work, as you were saying, you know, of actually prototyping and producing things in the shop. For those members, we have our design services and our shop services available, and I'm happy to take on projects for them. I'm currently juggling, uh, I think, uh, two projects right now, uh, design service projects for some of our members that have a, uh, have a need and a problem and that uh, we are uh, developing a solution and we'll turn around and produce uh, physical prototypes to, to solve those problems. But it all starts with coming in, sitting down or over Zoom lately, and just uh, sitting at a workbench and just talking about it. And then I can send you in a variety of different directions to help you realize your, your dream. You got uh, some examples of some, some things that you're kind of proud of that you were a part of lately or maybe some, some, something sure, that we sure. might want to know about. Yeah, uh, well, a lot of the projects that we work on tend to be, tend to be IP, uh, IP sensitive. So, uh, so I can definitely talk about some things in generics can't go into specifics, uh, which is something we pride ourselves here on, is that I absolutely will respect your IP. When you come into this space, 
and you, any conversations you have with me, know that your, your, intele- your intellectual property and your ideas and everything else are protected. So uh, let's see. <clears throat> Fairly recently, I finished up a, a couple of the design projects for, for members. Uh, one of them was just developing a custom bracket to hold an apparatus uh, onto another device. It was, uh, it was something very unique that, uh, that didn't exist anywhere on the market. Honestly, it's, it's the kind of job that, that most machine shops and most design engineering firms wouldn't even touch because it's just, just such a small job. And that's, that's really kind of our niche here. You know, yeah. there are a lot of projects where you wouldn't even get close to meeting the minimums for a, for a firm or a machine shop for them to even consider looking at your work. But it's something that I was able to uh, uh, quickly take some measurements for this uh, member and design and turn around a part for them in about 12 days. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, uh, this actually mounted onto a vehicle. So uh, they brought the vehicle right into our parking lot. We went out there and we just installed it right onto their vehicle. And they were able to uh, do all the testing they needed to do after that to keep their project moving forward. Another project, something I can talk about that we actually just shared recently on our social media. Uh, we have a, a member here uh, named Seneca Devices. And Sam Fox, the CEO of, uh, of Seneca Devices, is producing a medical product to be used in hospital. Basically, uh, a, a mattress cover that allows, uh, that assists nurses in moving patients around. Sam needed uh, a little bracket produced quickly. So he walked into the shop. And he had some ideas that were uh, that involved manipulating uh, some heavy heavy gauge steel and other components. He was also looking at his clock. He had a a meeting coming up in less than 15 minutes with his with his investors. I told him, "Why don't I take care of this for you? You go and come back, and we'll we'll knock it out." So I went ahead and asked him a bunch of questions to make sure we were on the same page. I just I, I hit the ground running. I I know the the materials we have available here. I know what his needs were. I hopped right onto my CAD, quickly designed something, uh, laser cut it, thermoformed it, and and was able to produce something for him in less than thirty minutes. Uh, that's that solved his problems right away. And it was uh, a much more elegant, more permanent solution than what he originally had in mind. So those are just yeah. a couple of the examples of the the projects that I work on and the fires, if you will, that I put out. Uh, all the time over the last uh, four years of, of working here at, at, at Hangar 6. Yeah, I guess the important thing here for, for NCMEP purposes is just, the, again, the idea that, you know, smaller manufacturers have access, you know, to to some quick return, response uh, and someone who will listen to them and to their, their ideas. And that's one of the main reasons why we did look to, to partner with Hangar 6. And we're proud of the partnership. Emma, I want to talk to you a bit. I, mean, I know <clears throat> there there has to be a story about why there is a Hangar 6 at First Flight Ventures. And maybe you can tell us a bit about that and, and some of the uh, issues that you deal with in the broader mission of First Flight Ventures. Perfect. Thank you so much, Phil. And uh, we're thrilled to have the partnership as well. It's fantastic. I mean, North Carolina ranks fifth in the country in terms of manufacturing, and NCMEP has been a critical part of that. When we think about innovation and entrepreneurial ecosystems, First Flight views its role really early on in terms of that stage of that continuum of services, in terms of how how we can go ahead and help companies on their path to success. One of the key things that we're specifically trying to do there is uh, with Hangar 6, we saw a need in the ecosystem to go ahead and help create 
a really early stage uh, rapid prototyping center to go ahead and help uh, entrepreneurs get on their path to success as quickly as possible. A low cost place that they could go to, to go ahead and develop that prototype so that once they are able to go ahead and get that, they can go ahead and, and move towards a manufacturing environment. And so that fits into the overall mindset here at First Flight in terms of improving those probabilities of success for those companies. Over the thir- nearly 30 years that First Flight's been, uh, been open, we've had over 450 companies that have come through our incubator, typically anywhere between 30 and 40 companies at one given time. Uh, and we've specifically tried to create an array of programs to help, help those companies, help those entrepreneurs on their paths to success. And I can touch on those uh, in, a, in a moment. But again, we tremendously value the partnership with NCMEP. Thank you. Yeah. All Good. Yeah. You know, talk a little bit about your journey to First Flight Ventures and how you got involved. Thank you for that question. The, um, so we moved to the Triangle about three and a half years ago for my wife's gig at NC State. And 10 years ago, I was working on a governor's race in Georgia and was specifically one of the things that we were doing was how can we go ahead and actually Georgia at the time was the last state in the country to allow our pension system to invest in private equity and venture capital. So that was one of the things that we were focused on during that gubernatorial campaign from a policy standpoint. How can we go ahead and and help early stage companies on their pathway? And so over the course of the last 10 years, that's something that has been a, a key part of my journey has been helping in that innovation and entrepreneurial ecosystem. I, I also happen to believe that innovation and manufacturing are symbiotic. And so as, you know, as we've got one of the most innovative regions in the world in the research triangle, for us to really continue to attain our potential, the manufacturing has got to come with that. Because as you go ahead and create a product, you're, in, you're going to want to iterate. It, that the manufacturing is going to inform the innovation and the innovation is going to inform the manufacturing. So if we're able to go ahead and do that in close proximity to one another, it's going to create great jobs in our ecosystem. And it means we're going to help define the future at a global level. I think you guys are involved in some of the grant programs at at the federal level. Can you talk about how people can get involved in that through you? Absolutely. Be thrilled to. One of the things, uh, one of the programs that we've been a part of for the last, you know, going into our third year now is the FAST program, which is part of the Small Business Administration. FAST is the federal and state technology partnership program that's specifically geared to uh, for companies that are going after the small business innovation research or SBIR or STTR, the small business technology transfer program. Those are non-dilutive funding opportunities. That means that they're not taking uh, an equity stake out of a company. And we're specifically doing programs across this, you know, now virtually to go ahead and highlight these uh, non-dilutive funding opportunities with a grant writing firm to go ahead and, and help help those companies apply for uh, SBIRs uh, and STTRs. And so that happens to be one program that we've got. We've got another program that we've got called Liftoff, which is a subsidized grant writing program for companies that are accepted in. It's specifically geared to go ahead and help them apply for uh, SBIRs. They've got to get accepted into the program to go ahead and actually be able to push forward. But that's a uh, over the course of the five years that we've had that program, uh, we basically subsidized about $250,000 in grant writing, and that's yielded over $16 million in SBIR awards, which has really helped in North Carolina's footprint in that particular endeavor. We also happen to be one of the 13 
BARDA drive accelerators. What that means is BARDA is the Biomedical Advanced Research and Development Authority. Their initiative there is called DRIVE, which is the Division of Research, Innovation, and Ventures. What that specific, they're specifically focused on matters with national health security. So in this COVID-19 world that we're living in right now, that was specifically, you know, there was specifically funding around diagnostics, vaccines, therapeutics to specifically try and tackle COVID-19. And then obviously we were working, you know, uh, also uh, trying to go ahead and make sure that when folks were interested in PPE and ventilator manufacturing, that we were connecting folks with NCMEP and other folks so that we can go ahead and put folks in a better position to possibly manufacture their products, leverage other federal funding opportunities to, to go ahead and help make our nation safer in the in these uh, very difficult times. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, just a lot of great things happening over there with your program at First Flight Ventures and Hangar 6. I know we've think through the partnership, we've actually sent a couple of ideas your way and, and you've you've helped us out with that. And and Sam, uh, we're, you know, we're excited about ramping up more activities with you guys over at the, at the Hangar 6 lab as well. So again, I just appreciate you two taking a little bit of time with us this morning to, to talk about the program. You know, Eric Runge and Sam Denari from First Flight Venture and Hangar 6 Prototyping Labs. I really appreciate you joining me on the program today, and we look forward to working further with the partnership. We do, too, as, yes, as well, Phil. Thank you so much. Absolutely. It's our pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for joining today's Clocking In, Voices of NC Manufacturing. This podcast is brought to you by NC State's College of Engineering, the North Carolina Manufacturing Extension Partnership, and Industry Expansion Solutions. If you'd like to learn more about the solutions NCMEP offers, go to www.ncmep.org. Want to listen to previous Clocking In podcasts? Go to ncmep.org slash clocking in.